The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. Greetings, citizens of Atlanta. It's me, Adam West, Batman, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. Holy regurgitation, Batman! You're right, Robin, old chum. Listen at your own peril or tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 1067. Kimmer's nickname is the Arithmetic Man. Yeah, baby. He adds trouble, yeah. subtracts pleasure, no, wait, divides man. attention, and multiplies oh, ignorance. Thank you, the Kimmer right. Show on <laughs> News Radio 1067. Yeah, all right, hold on. I don't want that one. I want this one. <laughs> good start. Good start. <laughs> I beg your pardon. Damn it, Mikey. Damn it. I never promised you. I did not say. Anyway. Get over it. Forget it. It's in the past. (laughs) I'm not answering any questions. (laughs) All right, look out. It's 12.05, and it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067. Lynn Anderson passed away a few days ago. She was 67, some kind of a cardiac arrest problem. She was the child of country songwriters, and as a teenager, she, she was a champion horsewoman. She hit the national spotlight as a singer on the old Lawrence Welk show in the late 1960s. And Lynn Anderson, in 1987, said uh, in an interview about Rose Garden, it was such a big hit when it hit the charts in 1971 because it touched on emotions as the country was coming out of the Vietnam War. Well, I, I'm i sure that's the way I would look at it. But anyway, this was a huge hit. But it was pretty much it for her. She talked about basically a one-hit wonder. But I, I don't mean any to be demeaning in any way. Lynn Anderson passed away. She's only 67 years old. Well, you know, the older I get, 67 isn't very old. <laughs> yeah, that's the new 40. Jeez, come on, you're killing me. There we go. Anyway, a couple of birthdays. We'll get on with the actual program. John McGinley. He's the uh, weird guy from Scrubs, and he was yeah. in uh, Office Space, right? Wasn't he the uh, Bob, one of the Bobs in Office yeah. Space? He was Dr. Cox in Scrubs. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, McGinley, he is 56 today. Uh, actor Isaiah Washington from Grey's Anatomy and Soul Food is 52. He's the one who got in trouble on... Uh, Grey's Anatomy, because he, uh, he was doing interviews, and he was real, either sexist or racist or something. What, what did he, I forgot what he did, but he did something bad. And uh, actress Evangeline Lilly, hold it. Okay, all right. <laughs> oh, we just have to pay tribute sometimes. Evangeline Lilly, man, is she a good-looking woman. She was on Lost, also Ant-Man, and the Hobbit movies. Evangeline Lilly is 36 today. I got twelve oh seven now, and it's only the camera. News Radio one oh six seven. All right, uh, we got a billion things, including a newsmaker lines coming up, sponsored by the Sighting Doctor. 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 Also, uh, we'll talk about some goofy videos and various things, but uh, we got to talk about some very serious issues again. Another cop killed on another routine traffic stop. Memphis, Tennessee. Cop pulls over a car, parked illegally, something funny's going on, and he gets murdered. And you wonder why cops are a little defensive when they pull you over on a routine traffic stop. This is now two or three in the last week where cops have pulled somebody over for a simple little traffic citation and ended up getting murdered for it. So, you know, a word to the wise, instead of giving the cop a bunch of crap and a bunch of lip, 
just, you know, hand over your license and do what he says and go about your business. My God. Anyway, we'll talk about it. <clears throat> and wait till you hear uh, the police chief talking about lives that matter. We'll talk about the Navy investigating the lieutenant commander hero who used his own personal gun shooting back against that sewer-sucking Muslim butcher assassin who brutally murdered four Marines and a sailor in Chattanooga. And the Navy is actually investigating whether to charge the naval officer with a crime for having a gun and using a gun on gun-free zone federal property. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They uh, theoretically have to, whenever there's a, a violation, they are bound and determined by a uniform code of military justice to investigate. Well, that's fine, but they don't have to wiffle-waffle about it. They could say, we're never going to charge this guy, and they're not doing it. I mean, it's just, it's just more disgrace of the politically correct America. And I'm telling you again, in my opinion, every combat veteran and basically every veteran who's had gun training as a military veteran should be able to carry a weapon anywhere in the damn country he damn well pleases. Period. But what, what, I mean, what are we thinking? Where, what happened to our old-fashioned frontier ethos? I mean, you know, I mean, my God. And I'll tell you. I have now started wearing my uh, my Colt 45 pistol in my Paladin Have Gun Will Travel holster whenever I, I'm on my Harley. If I know I'm not going to be going into a place where guns aren't allowed, like a post office, I'm, I'm going to the post office, I don't take a gun in the post office, obviously. But if I'm if just t- taking a ride, well, I mean, not that I admit, you know. Isn't that a place you need one? <laughs> <laughs> well, there are already plenty to go around anyway, so. Uh, I mean, the workers alone are all armed, apparently. So, uh, But but if I'm if I'm just taking a I took a Harley ride yes, late yesterday afternoon. It started getting cool, and I was out there for a couple hours in my uh, Copsicle, my big Harley. and uh, And I had my gun on my hip. In plain view. And and I also had one in my pocket in hidden view. But I'll tell you, I'm 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 you know, I'm just I'm armed and, and I don't mind showing it because I know I'm a target. I have a Marine Corps flag on my Harley, an American flag and decals, so therefore I'm a target by Muslims. And I'll be damned if I'm gonna go. Now if someone is a sniper, that's one thing, but I'm not gonna go without a fight, I can tell you that. And we'll talk about it. Uh, also the Stone Mountain debate. This is getting ridiculous. I mean, are you, you remember when this came Friday afternoon? They had a, the NAACP, which is actually the National Association for Colored People and the uh, Shiftless Race Baiting Hate Group. They're going to have to change the name of their initials in their group. Uh, the, the NAACP and the SCLC. By the way, where is the Christian leadership in the SCLC? Southern Christian Leadership Conference. Okay, where is the is the Christian leadership in the SCLC? These two groups have been irrelevant for 40 years. And now they're trying to make hay and, I guess, gain money for con- uh, contributors by uh, wanting to sandblast Stone Mountain or put up Martin Luther King's f- uh, sculpture or something. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Is this really an issue? Then let's make it an issue. Let's make it an issue in the mayor's race and, and city council and county commissions. Let's make it an issue. Do you support sandblasting Stone Mountain? Yes or no? Well, the mayor has nothing to do with it. That's not. I asked you the question, and make maybe it's time for a, a, a maybe it's time for people to start voting on racial issues again. That's what they want. Well, let, well let's give it to them. Debbie Wasserman Schultz. This idiot doesn't know the difference between socialists and Democrats, and she's afraid to point it out because she'll offend half of the Democrats who vote for her her people. This is the same idiot who uh, said that Scott Walker w- w- was backhanding women and wanted to drag them by the hair. 
I think Debbie Wasserman Schultz would love to have some guy want to drag her by the hair. Oh boy. I mean, come on. I mean, let's see. You know, come on. In a, in a good way. In the good way. Not the bad way. The good way. You know, like, I love you, baby. You know, stuff like that. The good way. Not the bad way. And I can bend, but, have you bent over all day oh, long. And you'll never stop. Martial arts. Martial arts. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Hi, this is Andy Roy, hey, and this portion of the Kimmer Show is yes. brought to you by Marley Madlin. Oh, Marley! If Marley goes into court, do they still call it a hearing? That bothers oh. me. Oh. And now here's your host, oh, the Kimmer. Well, well, we pick on everybody else. Was she going to complain? She ain't listening. I say she's not. Oh, sorry. No, that was bad. That was bad. I'm wrong. I used to do a bit with Mikey where I'd pretend I was calling the Association for the Deaf. And and he'd answer the phone. I'd bring the phone and he'd say, hello. I'd say, hi, it's a camera. I'm looking for somebody to talk to me. Hello. Yeah, it's a camera. I'm looking for somebody to talk to me. Hello. He was just, <laughs> we stopped after a couple of times of doing that. <laughs> but who's going to complain? I don't know. Uh, it's freaking Monday. Shut up. Look out. 1220. Here we go. Newsbreaker Line's coming up. Sponsored by the Siding Doctor. On this day in 2002, Bob Dylan played the Newport Folk Festival in Rhode Island for the first time in 37 years. In 1965, when he showed up, the crowd was outraged when he plugged in an electric guitar. And he vowed never to go back, and he did in 2002, 37 years later. A couple of quick birthdays. Martin Sheen, the American famous leftist, is 75 today. And Ingrid, uh, rather Bridget Brannock from Army Wives is 43. Actor Michael Ely from Think Like a Man and Barbershop is 42, among other things. All right, look out. 844-404-1067. Newsbreak line coming up. Here's Scott on News Radio 1067. Hello, Scott. Hey, Kimmer. What's up, uh, man? Well- Welcome back. I, I used to talk to you a long time ago on your other show. I don't know if you remember me. I built a uh, rifle for you. Oh, my assault ago. rifle. Yes, sir. Absolutely. You, you engraved my name on it and everything. Yeah, well, when you went off the air, I went into a depression. I actually tried to uh, start a campaign to get you back, and you were just missing. (laughs) I just found out that you were on the air a couple weeks ago. Welcome back. You're a great American. Uh, Well, uh, you know, we're trying to keep it a secret, Scott. The more people know, then they'll start listening, and we're afraid that it it would lead to bad things. So make sure you keep it a secret. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, it's good to talk to you, man. Semper Fi, and thanks again for that assault rifle. It was a beautiful piece of work. Uh, 221, 1221, 1221, a new Radio 1067. Hey, uh, sweetness Bell, I got News Mega Line coming up. My God. All right, all right. Sweetness Bell. All right, hold on. I got Sweetness Bell. Um, all right, I should get some. No, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Hold on. <laughs> Shut up. Stop that. Wait a minute. Where the hell's my. Uh, I'm, I can find. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, here we go. Here we go. All right. Here's. Walk with me now while I age. I hope this poem has the same effect on you as it did on me. Then my forwarding it will be worth the effort. Walk with me by the water, worth the read. A beautiful poem about growing older. Ah, oh, crap, I forgot the words. <laughs> See, it's a poem about... <clears throat> 1222 on News Radio 1067, 844-404-1067. Hold everything, there's the newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line. Good afternoon. 
Good afternoon, Kimmer. Nobody tell me I'd be following one of your dramatic readings. <laughs> Whoever put me on it there is fired. This is Donald Trump calling. <laughs> Donald, how's it going, sir? Not too good if I have to follow that crap. <laughs> you ready for the big debate this week, Donald? Well, yeah, Kimmer, I'm sort of, Rami. I'm sort of taking the same uh, attitude that the promotions department takes towards the camera, you know. What's that, sir? Well, I'm saying don't expect much. <laughs> Actually, they say don't expect anything. Thing, right? <laughs> yeah, well, whatever works. Yeah, I guess you saw where I had to fire a campaign staffer for making a series of hateful, racist remarks. Really? I, wow. Yeah, the that's... guy was clearly overqualified to be on my campaign, you know. <laughs> Besides, Donald Trump is going to win the minority vote. The Mid- brothers love me. Yeah, they do the brothers. Some of my best Kinstonians are black. <laughs> That'll help you. <laughs> that's going to help a lot. Yes, but I am getting ready for the debate. debate you know, like yeah. I said on today's show, don't. Yeah. I'm not going to hit anybody. No. Unless they hit me first. They first hit so me. I'd like to just try this out on the camera show. All right. My top ten comebacks in the debate, if necessary. Excellent. For top Trump. ten comebacks right here, sir. Number ten. Hey, Rand Paul, stand up. Oh, you are standing. <laughs> Number nine. So, Lindsey Graham, how's the wife? It's all. Which wife is that? Number eight, Mike Huckabee. So how did that radio thing work out for you there? <laughs> Number seven, Mrs. Jeb Bush. More iced tea for table three right over here. No, she's not a waitress, sir. That's chop, his chop. That's his Spanish wife, sir. <laughs> Number six, so Scott Walker. How was college, anyway? <laughs> this guy couldn't get a degree from the University of Phoenix. <laughs> Number five, Marco Rubio. I thought you were great as little Ricky. You were, you know, (laughs) when you played those bongo drums, it just really... Explaining to do. (laughs) 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 Not sure if that was Ricky Ricardo or Eddie Murphy. I got him confused, you know. (laughs) Number four, Carly Fiorina. Nice job with Hewlett Packard. They should put you in charge of Clear Channel. And I like you better with a shaved head. Number three. (laughs) Oh, my God. Chris Christie, for once in your life, could you order the small cone? Just consider it. (laughs) Number two, Governor Jindal, your brother just called. The Slurpee machine's broken. Oh, no, that's a... Oh, my God. You think these are good? (laughs) These are good ones, sir. The number one singer Donald Trump has planned for Thursday night's debate. Yeah. Dr. Ben, I loved your converted rice. It's Joe! <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be a winner, all right. <laughs> the Donald. <laughs> Thank you, Donald. Ay, ay, ay. And by the way, I don't know what the format's going to be for this so-called debate. And by, with 10 people up there, how in the world are they going to pull that off? It's, it's getting ridiculous. In fact, one of the polls, major pollsters is now saying we're not even going to do any more polls because you can't possible di- possibly differentiate between, like, the bottom nine candidates. They're all splitting, you know, 12% of the vote. So, I mean, it's just stupid. But it, it's, if it's, it's not a debate. If they say, all right, candidate one, you have two and a half minutes to answer the question on American policy. Candidate four, you get 30 seconds in response, followed by candidate nine, who gets 25 seconds. I mean, that's crap. The way they ought to do it is to say, okay, here's the deal. How do you feel about immigration? What are you going to do to solve immigration? Go. And have them talk about it. And argue with each other. Let it happen. 
I mean, if they if they they need a moderator, not a debate head. I mean, honestly, wouldn't that be much more fun? Yep. Especially when you only get like three or four guys at the end. Just say, okay, you're going to take that, Trump. <laughs> hey, Trump, how come you support Hillary all the time and you support Obamacare? Well, what are you gonna, are you going to take that, Rand Paul? I mean, just let them have it. Let them go. That's what I want to see. But honestly, if they say you know have three and a half minutes to respond, and then you'll be able to have a two and a half minute summation at the oh stop. You know, I'm going to I'm going to watch it, but it's going to be a nightmare, I guarantee you. All right, 1227. Shaving the mountain, Sarah Silverman on Planned Parenthood fetuses, another doctor involved in killing a lion in Zimbabwe. My god, we've got it all on News Radio 1067. Hello, I'm Robert Stack. <laughs> Robert. And this portion of our show is <laughs> brought to you by Unsolved yeah. Mysteries. Unsolved. Tonight we look at wrestler Roddy Piper. Is he really dead, or is he just faking it? Pretending, <laughs> oh, staging, oh, pulling a fast one, oh, perpetrating a fraud, a sham, no, fooling we, we everybody. We get it, sir. You're repeating now your... here's your host, <laughs> the Kimmer, the Kiminator, the Kim Monster, got the guy it. that's going to be gone Friday. <laughs> we got it, sir. We understand. Look out. If everybody had a Hey, we're all fair game. Oh, there we go, making fun of a white guy again. Damn racist. That's racist, man. We got to stop making fun of white people. I mean, Trump. Roddy, God. All right, look out. 1969. On this day. Who can't be dancing right now? You know, one day I'm just going to come in here and play our favorite songs. We just do beach music 12 to 1, rock and roll 1 to 2. What do you think? Yeah, Carl Wilson of the Beach Boys on this day in 1969 was indicted for failing to report for civilian duty at a hospital because he didn't want to join the military. 69. Yeah, that figures. A couple of birthdays. Actress Joe Marie Payton from Family Matters. Remember that TV show? She's 65. <laughs> 65 today. Also, uh, movie director John Landis is 65. And remember the TV, old TV show Dennis the Menace, Jay North, a little uh, blonde-haired kid from Dennis the Menace. He's 64 today. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, look out. It's one of the camera, 1236 on News Radio. Let's play this for another second. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's a beach ball. Oh, by the way, uh, we're going to give away tickets to the Braves and Diamondbacks Saturday, August 15th. Two weeks uh, away, August 15th, two Saturdays away. And it's also Military Heroes Night. The Braves will celebrate our past and present servicemen and women. August 15th, Diamondbacks and Braves at the ballpark, Saturday the 15th. Not now, but at 1 o'clock, 844-404-1067. Do you, you want to figure out how to give it away yet? Sure. We'll figure out something. All right, Pete will do that. You're the producer. You get to decide. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you just came here to argue. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, sure. <laughs> We're All right, look out. And we met you. My Scott called. He built me an assault rifle years ago. Uh, and it was a beautiful piece of work, too. I had my name engraved on it and everything. Well, and I, I'm saying that military veterans ought to be able to carry weapons any damn where they please in American territory. And Hangman just uh, checked this out. The uh, Safety Law Enforcement Safety Act enacted in 2004, thanks to George W. Bush, allowed two classes of people, qualified law enforcement officers and qualified retire law enforcement officers, to carry a concealed firearm in any jurisdiction of the United States, regardless of state or local laws. There are a couple of exceptions, but basically, if you're a lawman, you ought to be able to carry a stinking gun. And the same goes for for uh, 
at least combat soldiers or those who have had military rifle and pistol training in the military ought to be able to carry whenever the hell they go. Oh, by the way, on my uh, on my Facebook page, uh, I, I sent a picture to Pete this morning of my, uh, my one of my new acquisitions, uh, Henry Repeating Arms forty five caliber mare's leg. That's that kind of a shortened carbine that, that was made famous with uh, Steve McQueen and Wanted Dead or Alive. He had one like that. And it's called a mare's leg because it, I, it I, well, I don't know, it's because it looks kind of like a leg. It's sort of a crooked shape. It's got a big uh, uh, deal on the thing. Anyway, this is from Henry Arms. Henry Arms just did a fundraiser where they auctioned off custom-made Henry rifles, twenty-two caliber rifles, and raised uh, $50,000 for a five-year-old girl who needs a heart transplant. Uh, has a heart defect. Henry uh, repeating rifles, and they're a lo- American company. And I bought their product, and there's a picture of it to show. And I and next to it is the picture of my uh, thirty thirty Winchester Model ninety four carbine, a deer rifle, a thirty thirty rifle. I've had that thing is more than sixty years old. That thirty thirty is probably seventy five years old. And, and I love that gun. Anyway, uh, twelve thirty eight on News Radio one zero six seven. I just has something here. Yeah, you just said about that the girl with the heart defect. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Why the hell are we having to raise money to fix her heart? Why didn't they well, just the fix family, the damn heart? Well, because the family because of the cost. And by the way, I thought Obamacare was supposed to take care of this stuff. Yeah. I thought Obamacare was supposed to take care of things that Planned Parenthood does. In fact, Tiffany just uh, Facebooked us and said, "Hey, let's get the link to the people who are trying to take away federal funding for Planned Parenthood." You know, if they did, uh, that you're supposed to get all this for Obamacare. I thought that was going to solve everything. Hmm. <laughs> Apparently not. Anyway. All right, 844 It's one of the camera. I'll tell you more about the cop killer on the loose. Still looking for him. Also, the Navy man, the Navy lieutenant commander and officer who may, is still being investigated by the Navy. If the Navy, if, if either the Secretary of Defense or Secretary of the Navy had any testicles, they would say, this is ridiculous. If by, if by law we have to investigate, I'm telling you right now, he will not be charged, period. Just say it. I mean, what, I mean, this is... Well, the investigation of the Uniform Code of Military... <laughs> Freaking break. Bunch of damn pansy cowards. I mean, this is just crap. Aren't you fed up with this? I mean, it's just stupid. Well, we have to investigate. Well, I have to punch you in the face. How about that? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just... I'm sick of it. I'm just... This is crap. It's, what the hell's going on with this place? Uh, hold on. I thought this was America. <laughs> is this, this Russia? America. This isn't Russia. Is this Russia? I thought this was America. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, here's Ken Steves coming up. News Radio 1067. Ken, how's it going, man? What's up with you, sir? Hey, Kimmer. Yes, sir. It's actually Tim. How you doing? Oh, Tim, I'm sorry. Well, K E N or Tim, either way is fine. <laughs> my, my brother's Ken. Close All right, sir. <laughs> hey, I was going to give you an update on the Shania Twain concert I won tickets for. I went to that Saturday and had a good time, and I really appreciate you. Uh, let me go to that, and Excellent. I tell you what, I was blown away. I didn't realize that her fan base was early 20 ish girls with high heels and legs everywhere. Yeah. Well, just, now, I wish I'd have known that. I'd do a little give her personal rare appearance or something. I, you know, it, it's amazing. She's been around for, God, 25 or 30 years, or twenty at least 20, 25 years, and she married her producer, who, by the way, was not an attractive guy, and Shania Twain, when she got married, was a dish. And yeah, if she's yeah, showing her age yeah. a little bit now, but but uh, they got divorced. They eventually broke up. I mean, what's unusual about that? Uh, but yeah. uh, so I'm kind of surprised that her crowd is, is the young folks because she's been around a very long time. But that's good to hear. That's great. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. 
I was too, and nothing more to make me feel like a dirty old man. And, uh, <laughs> get in that kind of crowd. Hey, thanks, I mean, he's, man. He's my age, so. Yeah, there you go. Well, listen, thanks, Ed. Oh, remind me, speaking of dirty old men, John Boy's going to tell us about a billboard. But first, here's Steve, uh, 1241. Steve on News Radio 1067. Steve, what's up, man? Welcome aboard. Thanks, Jimmer. Uh, I just wanted to let you know a little further about that act that George Bush, President Bush, uh, put in the law about retired officers and current officers. Yeah, being able to carry a concealed weapon. Yeah, yeah, they can carry them anywhere in the country, but they have to be recertified each year, each year throughout their jurisdiction or any other state jurisdiction that, uh, that's post-certified. And you what does that just, mean? Do you have to go take a test or a shooting test or a written you, you test or what? To, they, exactly. You have to go, like I'm retired from the city of Atlanta. If I wanted to do it every November and every spring, they have a, a, a one day where retired officers go down and you shoot to be able to carry a semi-automatic anywhere in the country you fire a course with it and and a revolver you fire the same course and you have to qualify it's the same course the state mandated for law enforcement officers is it target shooting or is it is it the moving guys where you you try not to shoot a baby and shoot only a bad guy kind of deal or is it all targets no no it's it's strictly just a paper target you know uh uh, ten points for the center mass, so nine pull oh, out. That seems so a forth. little Mickey Mouse to me. I mean, I suppose oh, if you're absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. geez, yeah, come is. on. You know, and by yeah. the way, for a record, Steve, you know this. Uh, I keep telling. In fact, I mentioned to a friend of mine. I'll tell you the story about it, wanting to get a pistol. I said a pistol's only good. Uh, I've got to the traffic. A pistol's only good for about you know forty feet. If you think you can hit somebody with a pistol from a hundred yards, you're nuts. It'd be total luck. So, I mean, this business shooting a target to prove you can still hold the pistol in your hand? Come on, give our cops a break, for God's sake. 1243, time for the 1240. I'm sure that I agree with you 100% on your police work there, The Kimmer Now and News Weather and Traffic on your ride home. Yeah. News Radio 1067. Yeah. Hello, my name is Charnak the Magnificent. magnificent. This portion of our show is brought to you by Break the Bank. Break the Bank. What do they do to fill the Steve McCoy prize closet? (laughs) And now here's your host. I don't know who he is. Neither does anyone in the sales department. (laughs) That's all right. Not sure who I am. Keep calling me Brad. Uh, 12.51, look out, it's one of the Kimmer. All right, musician Ed Rowland from Collective Soul is 52 today, and Pete has a Collective Soul story. I don't know if it's Ed, but I have a good friend, Jeff, who used to work down in Stockbridge at some pipe-fitting plant. Stockbridge, like, Georgia, yeah. Well, they made stuff, and he worked with a guy with long hair, said he was in a band, you know, and he was going to leave one day. He's a pipe-fitter. Yeah, and one day he came in and said, well, okay, it's my last day, I just signed a record contract, and I think it was Ed Rowland from Collective Soul. Collective Soul. one of the guys, yeah. A pipe-fitter in a, in a garage band, and they made it fairly big. big. I mean, Collective Soul's not fooling around. Anyway, also, have you heard about the Hitchbot? You know what a hit the Hitchbot is? Have you heard this story? Some idiot in Toronto made a robot that spews information and talks and says it gives you little factoids and stuff. And he sent it around. It's called a hitchhiking robot. And there's a little sign saying, pick me up, take me for a hit. I'm hitchhiking. And the people put it in his car. It, it made 3,700 miles, almost 4,000 miles in Canada, no incident. It went to Boston, no incident. It went to a Red Sox game. Uh, it made it through Germany. And it made it through uh, the Netherlands, no problem whatsoever. By the time somebody dropped it off in Philadelphia, they 
dismembered it. <laughs> they beat the crap out of it, ripped off its arms and legs, and left it in shambles on the side of the road. Philadelphia is where they threw batteries at Santa Claus. Okay. <laughs> I mean, who didn't know that was going to happen? All right, 1252. Whoa, hold everything. Here's the newsbreak line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreak line. Uh, good afternoon. Must we much and we no. must much it's about that it's and everything there. This is Al Sharpton, Sharpton. calling, Kim. Al, how you doing, sir? What's well, I up? don't know how I'm doing. They're dropping like village people over here at MSNBC. They say <laughs> I might be next, you know. Yeah, your TV show, yeah. Yeah, I don't even know what it's like to lose a job never having one at all. <laughs> Good you <know>? point, sir. <laughs> I'm surprised I'm still around. I got the worst ratings in the whole network, even though I get the most attention and promotions. I well, think me for some reason. Yes, sir. I wonder what well, that is. Well, it looks like Joe Biden may be getting ready to announce a run for president. Yeah, he might, might run, yeah. Your rumor is the Biden super PAC has already ordered a short campaign bus, so it sounds like Joe might be serious. <laughs> He's not that bright. He, uh, he keeps saying stupid things. <laughs> Debbie Wasserman sure don't know the difference between a Democrat and a socialist. I'm not surprised. This woman don't know the difference between a hairstylist and a poodle groomer. Have you seen that thing (laughs) on her head? (laughs) That woman looks so much like an Irish terrier that John Boy's got the hots for, man. (laughs) (laughs) He got a phone number and a tag number. (laughs) (laughs) Rabies ticket. Well, the NAACP and the SCLC, as you mentioned, don't want the Confederate carving on the side of Stone Mountain no more. Yeah, what it gone. What we need to do, me and Jess, is get the parties together, Kim, and sit down and maybe come up with a loafing compromise. (laughs) It's supposed to be a working compromise, right? (laughs) We'll have a couple of, you know, do-nothing McMuffins for McDonald's. I think we can make a lot of progress. I think you might indeed, sir. Anyway, last time I checked, that SCLC didn't it stand for sofas, couches, and lounge chairs? <laughs> Something like that, apparently. But let's face it, Kim, yeah. I out shopped and believe we need more minorities on the side of Stone Mountain and Mount Rushmore. I just think that would be fair when you think about it. Minorities, yeah. The only president who put a black man on the side of a mountain was Bill Clinton, right before Thomas <laughs> Secretary Ron Brown was scheduled to testify. <laughs> yeah, he's going to tell the truth about some Clinton's. How convenient was that? Suddenly crashed into a mountain. How unusual. <laughs> yeah, and how unusual that they called Hillary and Chelsea off the plane at the last minute. No. Yeah. They don't need to investigate that enough. <laughs> Nothing fishy there. <laughs> yeah, you, know, <laughs> you know, all plane crash victims have bullets in his right temple. I mean, we don't need to investigate it. No, there's no, nothing to see here. <laughs> yeah, first black president. Yeah, right. <laughs> Great to be on the show. Thank you, Reverend. Uh, the Reverend Al Sharpton here with the cover. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look out. Unbelievable. Yeah, and the NAACP and the SCLC, the Southern Shades Lounge Coalition, want to change Stone Mountain. And I'm telling you, uh, these are groups, the NAACP, I used to send money to. I've marched with those people. Those people, those civil rights, well, by the civil rights people. Uh, Some of my best friends are civil rights people. No, I'm serious. I did. I mean, who didn't? You know, I mean, child of the 60s and college kids and stuff in the 70s, all were for civil rights. We all marched for civil rights. We all supported the NAACP back when they had some meaning. But the NAACP has been a joke for 40 years. All they are now is a hate group, a divisive, spewing, shiftless hate group. They no more deserve a a charitable exemption from taxes than the man in the moon. 
They're a hate group. They're a racist, white-hating, race-baiting hate group. What, what have they done for anybody in 40 years? You can't name anybody in the NAACP or the SC, the SCLC. It, the SCLC stands for Southern Christian Leadership Conference. Where is the Christian leadership in the SCLC? Anybody? And John Boy's got a quick billboard story coming in from on Roswell Road. Oh, yeah. Coming in this morning, 285 on Roswell Road, I saw this uh, electronic billboard had an advertisement. I think it was for make your own license plate, personalized license yeah. plate with a name on it by the name of uh, Sa- Sasha Gray. Sasha Gray was the name they put on the billboard. Uh, if you don't know who Sasha Gray is, <laughs> your husband does. <laughs> Twelve fifty. Somebody's going to get in the doghouse for that one. 12.57 with a Kimmera, News Radio 106.7. Before you leave for your long-awaited trip to Europe, Africa, or Alpharetta, make sure you make your way to showcase photo and video and see John Williams and the team. Not only are they Atlanta's premier authorized dealer for Nikon, Canon, Sony, Panasonic, Fiji, Blackmagic Design, Olympus, and more, the Showcase School remains a pioneer in field of adult photography education. Located at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, call them today. Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer, 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676 or showcaseinc.com. This is Dr. Phil, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. How's that working out for you? If you must, listen to the Kimmer weekdays noon to three on News Radio 1067. One day we'll all look back on the Kimmer Show, yeah. laugh nervously, That's and right. change the subject. Know, the Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. Going another direction there. 104. All right, we're opening up the phone lines. Give away the Braves tickets. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. And uh, we'll ask a question. Uh, Pete has a question for you. It's a little uh, trickier <clears throat> than we normally do, but uh, if you were listening in the last 15 minutes, you'll be able to win the tickets. 844-404-1067. This is the Knack. And it was on this day... I don't know what that means, by the way. What is a Sharona? Is that the girl's name? or That's his name? Okay. Uh, The Knack, in 1979, the Knack topped both the album charts and the singles charts with their album, Get the Knack, and the single, My Sharona. 1979. Also, it was on this day, and we're getting our phone lines here very, very quickly, uh, that uh, Christopher Columbus set sail from Palos, Spain, on a voyage that took him to present-day Americas. Hey, wait a minute. August 3rd, 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. I always thought it was 1493, Columbus sailed the deep blue sea. Now, which is it? Oh, they got 105. Here we go. Today's word is dictate. <laughs> 105 on News Radio 1067. 844 404. Hey, 104. Hey, 1064. Hey, 1067. Yeah. It's only the giver. <laughs> Man, we just, we've lost it. It's just over and I got nothing to do. <laughs> Man, I'd like to wreck that chick. <laughs> oh, sorry, no. Uh, nothing, nothing. All right, here, let's go to the phone. I want to hurt a pretty girl <laughs> one more time. Oh, it's been so long. Uh, here's, uh, let's, let's get to Hank here on uh, News Radio 1067. Hank, welcome aboard. How's it going, sir? 
Going well, Kimmer. Good. We're going to ask you a question here. I got four tickets to see the Braves play the Diamondbacks Saturday, August 15th. It's Military Heroes Night, saluting our past and present servicemen and women. Okay, here's the question. Uh, Pete, uh, ask the uh, question you have. Oh. <clears throat> On the Facebook page, yeah. we put up two rifles of Kimmers. Right. One of them is my uh, Henry Arm Repeating Arms Mare's Leg, which is a shortened carbine. Mm-hmm. She's 45 caliber shells, and it has the uh, the extended kind of trigger guard, the big right. long volunteer. Okay, so the question is. Name one of the two old TV westerns that a gun like that was featured on. And he mentioned, Kimmers already I mentioned, mentioned one of them. One of them. Yeah, you mentioned Steve McQueen. But what's the show? Uh, what is he, Bounty Bounty Hunter? Eh, close, close enough. enough. <laughs> Wanted dead or alive. Steve McQueen, the Bounty Hunter. Yeah, yeah congratulations. Yeah. There you go. Well Thank done. You. Uh, th- hold on. Oh, Hank, we'll put you on. <laughs> no, what's Foul heartbreaker. No, no. <laughs> One of these days, you're actually going to hang up on him, you know. It's, it's going to be ugly. Uh, anyway, all right, so Stephen Wilson and Dale and Stu, thank you guys. I, 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 you didn't get the win, but we'll try again uh, tomorrow, I'm sure. And uh, the other show was The Rifleman. Yeah. Now, he had a full-size carbine, but he had that long, uh, the rounded trigger guard where he would flip it around. And John Wayne had one. Didn't John Wayne do the same thing in Rooster oh. Cogburn or one of those shows? Oh, yeah. I think he, he had, he think he had the, the extended True trigger grit. guard round. What's that? True Grit. True Grit. True Grit. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, 107 is on the camera. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. It's only me. we got Newsmaker Lines coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor. And by the way, if you missed the Donald Trump Newsmaker Line call, and I'm telling you that again, I may play that every day for a while. Uh, but it was just, it was it just went above and beyond. It was just hysterical. And it's true that Joe Biden now, uh, this may have been a trial balloon. What Here's what happened. Friday... The story leaked out that Joe Biden had met with a huge Democratic contributor, big money man for the Democratic Party. So people started whispering, oh, maybe Biden's getting ready to jump in the race. That was what's called a trial balloon. They wanted somebody leaked it to the press that they saw him having breakfast together. And so then the thought went out, oh, I wonder if Biden's going to take on Hillary. And so and now there's even more discussion about it. And he might. He might. (laughs) But you want Joe Biden for I'd vote for him over Hillary. She's a, a black-hearted assassin, I'm telling you right now. No, I'm she, she's got no heart. She's she got no soul in there. She's an assassin. She's a murderer. <clears throat> uh, speaking of murderers, police are looking for the dirtbag who murdered another cop and another routine traffic stop. Yes, another routine traffic stop for all you cop haters who say, well, you don't have the right to roll down my window. If I want to drive off my own drive, you don't have to da 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 Well, really? Well, when a cop comes up to your car, uh, you know what he's thinking in his head. I wonder if this is a day I'll be shot in the face and killed. Routine traffic stop. A Memphis cop. Officer Sean Bolton, 33, father of several kids, family man, former Marine and a veteran from Iraq. Shot DRT, dead right there by a, 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 apparently a drug dealer. They were doing some kind of a, a drug deal. <clears throat> and uh, the, uh, the scumbag is on, is on the loose, armed and dangerous, obviously. And this, in fact, if you hadn't heard, this is what the police chief said about the shooting and that dead police officer. We say so often um, there's a theme that do black lives matter. And at the end of the day... We have to ask ourselves, do all lives matter, regardless of race, creed, color, economic status, what profession that person holds, all lives matter. Uh, The NAACP released a statement saying, no, they don't. No, they don't. That was their official statement from the NAACP. And the policeman went on to talk about the uh, traffic stop. He lost not only an officer, but a great man, a dedicated servant to our community, 
and a family member. And there's a picture of the scumbag on the loose. When you look at this individual, you're looking at a coward. He's a coward. You gun down, you murder a police officer for less than two grams of marijuana. I don't know how much a gram of marijuana is. I honestly have no. Is that like a couple of joints? Is that's not a bad. I mean, I, I don't. Why are you looking at me? Boy? I don't. I mean, <laughs> it, 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 what a couple of joints, two joints. That's what it is. Uh, that's what you heard, John Boy. Heard that there was. That's what I've heard. I heard it was right. Uh, googled it. He googled two yes. grams, and it was two uh, J bars or two uh, marijuana <laughs> cigarettes. I, I'm not familiar with the lingo. I, okay. I must have gotten that wrong. All right, one ten on News Radio one zero six seven. Here's Joe on News Radio one zero six seven with a camera. Joe, thanks for holding. Welcome aboard, sir. Hey, how you doing, Cameron? Good. What's up, man? I just wanted to give a shout-out to all the riders who come out uh, Saturday for skip rails. Uh, they was 1,350 bikes. And I just want to tell everybody that we sure do appreciate them for being out there. Wow. You know, I, I, I didn't even know about it. I wish people would keep me informed on these things. or We would have had even more. But that's a tremendous turnout, uh, that, a fantastic turnout. And it, it, it was the, uh, a specific uh, aim of the chair to raise money for the, a particular uh, charity uh, or the family, yeah, Joe, or it, what? It, it was for his mom and uh, part of it went to a scholarship for Barry Barry High School. Uh, Excellent. It, it was awesome. There was people on the overpasses going down from uh, uh, Barry Barry High School all the way to Chattanooga. It was just unbelievable. Outstanding. Unbelievable. Outstanding. Uh, Joe, I appreciate it. And, and anytime there's something like this going on, please let me know uh, so we can publicize it for you as well. That uh, would be our honor. It's uh, 112. It's only the camera. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Now, I say a little traffic thing. You know the thing there? Oh, Belvedere. <laughs> the Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. This is Raymond Burr, <laughs> and now here's your host yes, sir, who yes. wants to know, yeah. is it wrong for a man to take another man's pulse <laughs> even when he isn't a medical professional? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Don't think Here he so. is, Kim Peterson. <laughs> Woo! Look out. 118, it's only me, it's only the Kimmer. On News Radio 1067. Hold on, Mike. I definitely want to talk to you, my friend. Country music. Uh, I got to stop drinking during the news. <laughs> and in the elevator. On the way to work. <laughs> during sports. Country musician Dean Sams from Lone Stars, 49. Today, lifestyle guru and former con Martha Stewart is 74. Yeah, there you go. And uh, Lisa Ann Walter, the actress from Bruce Almighty, is 54. 119 News Radio 1067, 844 1067, 844-404-1067. Uh, let me quickly get to Mike out of News Line coming up. Mike, welcome aboard. I'm glad you called News Radio 1067, sir. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. I just wanted to point out that there's no such thing as a routine traffic stop. We, uh, we teach our young cops, our cadets, when they're in the academy, that every traffic stop, is never routine. Always expect the worst. Be prepared for the worst. Hope for the best. We teach them officer safety, how to approach a car, the kill zones on a car. Uh, we teach them all that, but the one thing we cannot teach them is how to be prepared for someone that's ready to take their life. Mike, if they're dedicated, 
I'm sorry. Go uh, ahead. No, no, I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I'm, I, you must be going nuts when you see the video of all these uh, places where people are giving lip to cops. Well, I don't want to get out of my car. What are you getting me out of my car for? I didn't do anything. I don't have to show you a license. You don't have to write the da da da. I mean, it's unbelievable. And, and boy, if I were a cop, I'd say, oh, this guy's trouble. I mean, no wonder they're defensive for crying out loud. I don't know what's happening or what led to it, but it's like people think they don't have to obey a cop anymore. There is case law that permits the police officer to remove the passenger and the driver from the car when he suspects or sees something that might be dangerous to him or dangerous to others. There's case law for that. The Supreme Court of the United States has ruled on that. As it should be. Yeah, most police officers... When they, when they do make contact with a citizen, make contact to help correct the citizen for whatever it is they've done wrong on a traffic stop. But they're never routine. You never know. The most dangerous job a police officer has, not an armed robbery, not a high-speed chase, not a domestic call, not a hostage situation, not a bomb call, but pulling a car over. When you walk up, all you know is what you saw. Yeah. You have no idea what's in that car. Especially with darkened windows or at nighttime. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, throw well, that in. Yeah, Mike, I appreciate it so much, and thanks for what you do, too. 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. The newsbreaker line's ringing. He's not answering the news. I get to put him on hold there. He's got the line. <laughs> and speaking of cops, there's some very funny video, by the way, while I wait to get the newsbreaker line on. Very funny video in Rochester, Michigan. A neighborhood uh, had, saw a skunk running around in circles with a yogurt cup stuck on his head. <laughs> the skunk got into a garbage somewhere, and he had a yogurt cup stuck on his head, and he was wa- walking around in circles. So a police officer named Merlin Taylor approached the skunk, put on some gloves, and grabbed the yogurt cup off the skunk's head so the skunk could be loose without getting sprayed, which was unbelievable. Anyway, another guy. He also rescued a bunch of ducks from a storm drain, too. Just another idea, police officers helping the little animals as well. Hey, there's a newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Cameron. It's me, Donald Trump again. You <laughs> know, Donald, I, welcome back, sir. <laughs> well, I wanted to, you know, call and get a second shot because you kind of put me in a really bad spot after that god-awful dramatic reading in the breath of truck driver call. And I thought, well, maybe some of the audience has returned and then you do a skunk yogurt cup story. So I guess sorry, I could yeah. just hang up and give up no, on no, the no, day, please, you know. No, 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 please, please. We'll get back to respectability <laughs> with the Donald call into WGSD, see what's going on over there. It's not much. Really. Not, not a lot. <laughs> no. Cameron, we're witnessing something. Something historic, something incredible. Incredible. I mean, people are amazed how a guy can come in out of nowhere, yeah. receive every ounce of attention yeah. to the point where no one else has even mentioned yeah. Kimmer. Yeah. Yeah. But enough about Steve McCoy. <laughs> Wait a minute. How about my poll numbers? <laughs> Number one. I'm really offended. One of the reasons I wanted to call you back, we didn't get yeah. to this. Yes, sir. Debbie Wasserman Schultz oh, compared boy. my friend Scott Walker to a rapist who slaps yeah. women and pulls out their hair. Pulls their hair, yeah. Now, I've slapped a lot more women than Scott Walker. <laughs> i pulled out Ivana's tra- hair <laughs> multiple times, and she's never mentioned me once. I'm pretty mad. That's true, sir. Yeah, the Chicago Tribune is blasting me. They, they can't find any evidence of the $102 million I claim I gave to charity in the last five years. <laughs> well, they didn't see I don't understand receipts. it. I've got the same accountant as Sean Hannity. I mean, you know, this show... <laughs> Well, there's overhead, expenses, personal yeah, appearances. You know, we've got that, uh, you know, Shell Corporation, Unicef. They should be able to find it. <laughs> Unicef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, 
records are in a yeah, they're in the safety deposit box, right? Uh, right next yeah. to Kimmer's new contract. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's where it is. Yeah, that's. Hey, Kimmer, you yeah. know I got a joke for you. All right, sir, Donald well, Trump. It seems that this Jew and this Catholic. No, no, whoa, this, whoa, no, no, it's just, it's, no, no. You know the difference between gun control laws and a girdle? No, I don't, sir. Amy Schumer wants tighter gun control laws. <laughs> like Porky Pig over there would know anything about it, you know? I guess she feels guilty that her crappy movie train wreck all those, all those deaths in Louisiana, you know? <laughs> oh, man. When they ran out of bullets, people asked to be stabbed. So. Oh, no! That's a bad movie. <laughs> would make any difference. I hadn't heard that part of it. How did that unfunny fat so get a movie role anyway? I mean... Amy must have blown the producer away with her audition or something, because I've never seen any real talent there. <laughs> so glad I called back. We're not as glad as we are, Mr. Donald. <laughs> the Donald with a kimmer. Put me on after a Ludlow porch memory next time. I got me. I've been trying. Call your mama and tell her to go to a bell. Look out. Mercy! 125, and it's only the Kimmer News Radio 106. Yeah, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, on Friday she was asked by uh, by uh, our liberal friend from uh, MSNBC, Chris Matthews, to describe the difference between Democrats and socialists, and she couldn't do it. I mean, she literally couldn't. She just fumbled and bumbled. And, and so over the weekend, she was on, I guess it was with uh, uh, NBC Chuck or Chuck Todd or somebody, asked her the same question. What's the difference between a Democrat and a socialist? And she couldn't. Well, I'll play the soundbite. I've got a quick soundbite here with her, in fact, where, uh, if I could only find it. Well, now I don't can't see it. Oh, here we go. Here's Debbie Wasserman Schultz. The difference between Democrats and Republicans is that Democrats want to make sure that... <laughs> no, no, no. He said, what's the difference between Democrats and socialists, Debbie? The difference between Democrats and Republicans is that Democrats want to make sure that people have an opportunity to reach the la- climb the ladders of success and reach the middle class, have a good education, have a secure Why retirement. Why is he interrupting uh, Look at the Republican field. What they stand for is the extremism that you've seen in, in, uh, in, in full, on full display over the next the last few weeks, which is why Donald Trump is their front runner. She asked about the difference between socialists and Democrats. She either doesn't know, you know, capitalism, free enterprise, government expansion, stuff like that. She either doesn't know or she's so afraid to offend the socialists who vote Democratic. The vote the Democrat ticket. It's unbelievable. And now Joe Biden may be getting into the race. I'd love to see that. Oh, brother. Anyway. Oh, by the way, speaking of video of the cop taking the yogurt cup off that skunk, I can't believe he didn't get sprayed. Never touch, never touch him. That's unbelievable. There's also, have you seen the dog surfing videos? There was a contest over the weekend in San Diego where dog surfers. That uh, was very cute. Oh, wait a minute. You don't care about fetuses and dead baby parts? You look at dog surfing and you'll think that's good, but you don't give a damn about baby parts and fetuses? Oh, wait, you're going to have two thoughts of two different things? Oh, I thought, no. if you, I thought if you liked animals, you couldn't be cared about fetuses. Oh, I, well, I guess I'm wrong. Uh, 127 on News Radio 120, uh, News Radio 1067 or something. Yeah, right there. Right. <laughs> Look out. Friends, this is the Reverend <laughs> Ernest Angley, <laughs> Ernest. and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show <laughs> yes. is brought to you by John Boy, John Boy who yeah. once asked me to teach his girlfriend how to heal. <laughs> Good girl. <laughs> and now here's your host, the Kimmer. <laughs> Evil spirits. Get out! <laughs> 136. 
Uh, News Radio 1067. And you're on this program. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Kind of a secret, so keep it to yourself, would you? 136 844 1067. 844-404-1067. More news breaking lines coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Holy crap at sports with Pete coming up here very shortly. And actual news and topics and uh, the whole deal. A little bit of fooling around, too, if you don't mind. Pop rock musician Brent Kudsel from One Republic is 30 today. There you go. Also, uh, 136. Uh, Aaron, hold on. I'll be right with you. This was the day in 1943 when General George Patton slapped a private at an Army hospital in Sicily, accusing him of being a coward. Patton was later ordered by General Dwight Eisenhower to apologize for this and a second similar episode. And in fact, if you haven't heard it, here it is. I thought I would stand up here and let you people see if I am as big a son of a bitch as some of you think I am. (laughs) I assure you I had no intention of being either harsh or cruel in my treatment of the soldier in question. My sole purpose was to try to restore in him some appreciation of his obligations as a man and as a soldier. If one can shame a coward, I felt one might help him to regain his self-respect. This was on my mind. Now I freely admit that my method was wrong, but I hope you can understand my motive and will accept this explanation and this Apology. That, that was some apology. Yeah. <laughs> Hope I could shame a coward into being a man. <laughs> Is that the same as saying you're sorry and you were wrong? Or I don't. Man, that, see, that's the way to do it. Yeah. But that and and that was, of course, the the actor George C. Scott. But those were basically quotes. I mean, he actually said that, came up, and it was pretty cool. All right, 138. It's only the camera. News Radio 1067. Aaron is on uh, the camera program. Thanks for holding, Aaron. How's it going? What's up, sir? I'm good. How you doing today, sir? Fine. Welcome. What's happening? Oh, nothing much. Uh, I'm just calling in today because, first and foremost, I want to say thank you for your service to this country. I have a lot of respect and support for all men and women of the armed forces and everything that you've done and continue to do uh, for everybody that does serve, being that most of my or a few of my family members have either served in the military. My grandfather was a Navy medic during World War II right out of high school. My aunt served in the Air Force. And, um, you know, it's just amazing you know, all the love and support that came out for uh, Skip Wells, who I uh, saw his motorcade on Saturday, and it was mm-hmm. just an amazing sight to see. So yeah. uh, thank you. I just wanted to thank you so much, sir, for all that you do and continue to do. And also a shout-out to my father, uh, Ted Walter, who's probably listening right now, who's a big fan of yours, as am I. So thank you so much, sir. Excellent. Thank you, Aaron. Separify. I appreciate it very much, very much. Uh, eight, in fact, speaking, and here we go again, there's another issue and and this really is just a question of political correctness run amok, as far as I'm concerned. The Navy is actually investigating whether a lieutenant commander named Timothy White, who survived the Chattanooga shooting by the sewer-sucking Muslim, investigating whether the lieutenant commander should be charged with a crime for discharging an unauthorized weapon on federal property. The Secretary of the Navy, Ray Mabus, and Defense Chief Ash Carter are actually officially investigating whether charges should be brought against the lieutenant commander. 
Well, this all came to light because Alan West, the uh, former uh, major in the Army and uh, candidate and senator from Florida, uh, or congressman and uh, a candidate for president, among other things, Alan West posted an article on his website saying the Navy is actually investigating. The Navy says there's still a long... The Navy denies it has charged anybody. Well, they didn't ask whether you have charged anybody. They're asking whether you're going to or whether you're even investigating. The Navy says there is a long way to go in reviewing the facts of this tragic incident. It wasn't an incident. It was an assault by a Muslim on American service people. What do you mean incident, first of all? Who the hell wrote this? Some PR flack for the Navy. But it goes on. At this time, we can confirm no service member has been charged with an offense. That wasn't the question. Tem- Lieutenant Commander Timothy White had his own personal weapon, and he shot back when the Muslim tried to murder the people at, the, at both of those locations and did murder four Marines and the sailor, including Skip Wells from uh, Metro Atlanta. Navy policy says carrying personal weapons on federal property is a violation of the Uniform Code of Military Justice, as is discharging a gun on federal property. And the Navy says we're not allowed to cherry-pick which ones we want to go for. Oh, yeah? How about this? How about the Secretary of the Navy stand up and show you have a pair of testicles and Defense Chief Ash Carter is acting like a little girl? Why don't you just tell us that you're not going to do it? Say it! Say it! Tell us you will not charge this man no matter what the rule book says. Say it! Say it! Unbelievable. Well, we have to investigate. Yeah, right. Why doesn't somebody stand up and just say the right thing? I mean, this is unbelievable. Oh, God forbid you have your own weapon on uh, government property. And I guarantee you the fact that this lieutenant commander shot back saved lives. Guarantee it. You think Putty Tat's going to say anything about this? Unbelievable. And then we get these idiots from the NAACP and SCLC, both of which have completely become irrelevant organizations. They're no more than strictly hate groups anymore. Are are, are complaining about Stone Mountain? (laughs) Oh, jeez. Hold on, Todd. I got your thing there. That no bastard ever (laughs) won war by dying for his country. (laughs) He won it by making the other poor dumb bastard die for his country. Yes, sir. Say it. Tell the truth. Say it. Say it. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home. Here we go. On News Radio 1067. Look out. This is William Shatner, <laughs> and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show yes. is brought to you by Dexter King, oh. who could never be on Star Trek, well. because Dexter doesn't work in the future either. <laughs> and now, here's your host, <laughs> Kim Peterson. In my world, every breath I Scylla Black had a very distinctive voice world, and was always a bit of a laugh, says Ringo Starr and Paul McCartney. A good friend to the Beatles, and they'll miss her. Scylla Black passed away at the age of 72 over the weekend in southern Spain. Uh, She was a protege of Beatles manager Brian Epstein, and her version of Alfie is the one used in the original movie song of Alfie, and her song You're My World was a hit in 1964. I'm trying to remember who else sang the song and made it a hit, too, back then. It was... uh, Oh, I can see her face. Can't think of her name. Anyway, Scylla Black passed away at the age of 72. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, air traffic controllers on this day in 1981. <laughs> Back when we had a president with some stones. Air traffic controllers went on strike on this day in 1981. Ronald Reagan said, if you go on strike, I'm going to fire you. 
They went on strike, and he fired every damn one of them. Good. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> and it messed up air traffic control for a while. I mean, people, flights were canceled because they were, you know, they had to get air traffic controllers. And he trained a bunch of new ones, and by God, that's what happened. He said, you're fired, and he fired every damn one of them. <laughs> Gone, 1981 uh, in this day. Guess what I heard recently that, that Obama's doing the regulations behind the scenes. Yeah. That they need some more yeah. right now. Yeah. And they they need certain minorities. Oh, yeah, And they're sure. not passing the test, but they're putting them in there anyway. Well, that's racist, man. That's racist. And it's Helen Reddy. Helen Reddy. <clears throat> no, there was somebody else, too. But anyway, whatever. I'll, I'll think of it. Pat, not, uh, oh, I can't think of her name. She looks like the girl Sherry Lewis who did Lamb Chop. Her, she, she, her face looks like, uh, I'll think of it, 152. Hey, hold everything. I got Todd. Wait a minute. There's the newsbreaker line first. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line. Uh, good afternoon. Hello. Who is this? <laughs> hey, it's Charlton Heston. Mr. Heston, well, how are you? No, sir. Well, fine, I guess. Well, no one is able to find any of those charitable donations that Donald Trump allegedly says he made. Yeah, he made something. Maybe they could roll the charities in flour and look. Why would they want to do that? I can't find it. It just. <laughs> I can't find the Why donations. Why would you make such a suggestion as that, Mr. Hessen? I don't understand. Neither do I, sir. I'd keep well, moving, a growing though. number of House Republicans, yes. Mr. Hessen, want yes. John Boehner to take a walk. Take a walk, yeah. The last time I checked, you can't walk a guy with no balls. <laughs> Four balls and it's a walk in I baseball. You can't, you can't walk, walk him. Guy. It could be a strikeout. I don't know. The SCLC is calling for the head of that Dennis Walter Palmer, Mr. Hess, and yeah. they want to string the guy up. The dentist, yeah. Oh. Well, apparently not only did Dr. Palmer kill poor Cecil the lion, yeah. he mortally wounded the Slitz malt liquor bull right before their annual picnic. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered why they were getting involved in that case. <laughs> you know, it's one thing to call for the removal of the Confederate soldiers from yes. Stone Mountain. Yes, sir, one thing. But to replace them with Cool and the gang, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's ladies' night. Oh, what a, oh, what a night. Give the folks at Stone Mountain credit, though, Mr. Yeah. Heston. Credit, sir. Is that... They're trying to smooth things over. By offering complimentary reverse valet parking to all NAACP members, <laughs> as well as red to home binoculars to view the fireworks show. So, I mean, you know, you can't say. <laughs> they're not that they're not involved. <laughs> they're givers. They're givers. Let's say it. <laughs> be reverse valet parking. Reverse parking. You know, parking. <laughs> crown air fresheners sold yes, separately. I just, Full gold package. <laughs> The Magnificent, sir. The answer is nice guys finish last. Nice guys finish last. What did the Kimmer's final wife say to the tango instructor? Oh, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Supposed to my husband who I use the time and egg. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Soft oil, too. That's even worse. <laughs> a colonoscopy in the Jerry Farber show. A colonoscopy in the Jerry Farber show. Name two things that nobody looks forward to. <laughs> <laughs> At least you can go get next door, order lunch, and bust a gut. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> the answer to this question is his favorite watering hole. His favorite watering hole. <clears throat> Where did Michael Jordan find his dad? Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> murdered in a ditch. I'm telling you. It's just... <laughs> How far? Oh, my God. Different time altogether. I'm very sorry. It's all right. Sir. I hold in my hand, ladies and gentlemen. 
The final oh, thank envelope. You, thank you, God. There is a God. <laughs> May your only son sign up for microphone technique at Cox Broadcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Cover me, John Boy. <laughs> yes, sir. The answer is General George Patton and singer George Michael. General George Patton and singer George Michael. Name two evil known for slapping their privates. <laughs> <laughs> This one in the Hall of Fame. Slap your own privates, Father. <laughs> show. Thank you so much. It's so cold in Normandy, his privates were turning blue, I tell you. Charnak. Magnificent. A little cool in the gang here. Kind of late getting started, but we got the full package right here. I hold, oh, I got Brent, the truck driver, and Todd's coming up. Hello, Brent. What's up, man? What's up, Cameron? Yeah, hey, what's up? Oh, nice and warm out here today. Yeah. Hey, you said that uh, Helen Reddy was the one that sang that song a while ago? One of them, yeah. Okay, is she related to Helen Waite? Helen Waite? Yeah. I have no idea who that is. Uh, you'll get it after a while. All right, Helen Waite. Helen Waite. Helen Reddy. Oh, she's ready and wait. You have to be ready and you have to wait. Oh, my God. Well, that's it for us. Good night, everybody. One fifty-seven. I think I'll leave early now. I, uh... Before you leave for your long-awaited trip to Europe, Africa, or Alpharetta, make sure you make your way to showcase photo and video and see John Williams and the team. Not only are they Atlanta's premier authorized dealer for Nikon, Canon, Sony, Panasonic, Fiji, Blackmagic Design, Olympus, and more, the Showcase School remains a pioneer in field of adult photography education. Located at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, call them today. Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer, 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676 or showcaseinc.com. This is Walter White. And to those of you out there listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show, I have three words. Get a life. Tune into the Kimmer weekdays noon to three on News Radio 1067. For the Kimmer, brains aren't everything. In no, his no. case, it's nothing. The no, Kimmer Show minute. on News no, Radio 1067. Of course, I'm the guy who just said instead of name brands, Bray Nams or whatever the hell. What the hell? <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Look out, 204. Does this sound familiar? At least 1,021 people rang cowbells to this tune by Blue Oyster Cult, Don't Fear the Reaper, in an attempt to set a new world record. Yes, they tried to set a record for the number of cowbells rung at the same time, apparently. It was at what's called the Cowbell Classic 10K and 5K Run in Royal Oak, Michigan over the weekend. The officials at the Guinness World Record Book will determine if it is, in fact, a new record. The old one is 640 people ringing cowbells in Switzerland six years ago. But for some, and of course, the cowbells, that was cowbells on this song played on Saturday Night Live with Christopher Walken was the guest. And he said, you need more cowbells. And that was, this was the song playing when he did the cowbell bit on Saturday Night Live. And ever since then, well, it's been a thing. All right, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. That's our number. It's only the Kimmer. 
Uh, we have more Newsbreaker Lines coming up. Uh, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. And actual topics and issues. First, I want to get to Todd. Uh, thank you for holding, Todd. I appreciate your patience. Finally, you're on the radio. How's it going? Hey, just fine, Kim. Where I was calling in regards to the um, to the uh, serviceman that's being investigated for yep. using his weapon to defend himself. The lieutenant commander, yeah, in Chattanooga, who obviously saved lives by shooting back at the Muslim attacking on American soil. Yes, sir. And they, the Navy says it has to investigate because it's their it's their protocol. Well, you know, Eric Holder can arm Mexican cartels, and they kill hundreds of Mexicans and a Border Patrol agent. He gets away with it, and they want to invest in this guy. You know, instead of investigating him, they need to give him a medal. Absolutely. He was a hero. He, he took his own, at, at, at the risk of his own life, he uh, tried to stop a Muslim from murdering uh, four Marines and a sailor, and, and, and even more, and he didn't get away with it. And this guy clearly uh, not only did well, he should be given a medal. Yeah, and, you know, they want to um, remove the Stone Mountain sculptures. You know, I wish they would. I, I agree with Governor Deal. If they were as concerned with the cheating in the public schools that they, as they are with Stone Mountain, you know, maybe our schools and our people would be in a lot better shape. Well, I, you're absolutely right, Todd. I mean, and, and when I actually heard that they were serious last Friday, they had a news conference late in the day on Friday demanding changes to Stone Mountain, getting rid of those Johnny Rebs up on Stone Mountain or adding uh, somebody else to it and so forth. They were actually serious. And uh, the, only, the only possible explanation, Todd, is that the NAACP and the SCLC have become so irrele- ir- irrelevant in the last 40 years, they'll do anything to try to get publicity and I assume to raise more money to get people to send them uh, cash for their so-called charity uh, tax-free exempt status. I, it, it, yeah. I mean, they have, the, the NAACP has been a joke since the days of, uh, of Reverend Ralph David Abernathy and 40 years ago. What have they done lately? Well, they haven't done anything lately. They're irrelevant. They're a shiftless uh, group of, uh, of haters and race baiters who have not done a damn thing for anybody in 40 years. And the SCLC stands for the Southern Christian Leadership Conference. Where's the Christian leadership of the SCLC? Where is it? Irrelevant. And by the way, you can call me names. Uh, let's, uh, let's repeat a few things. Uh, ben Carson, uh, Condoleezza Rice, uh, former uh, chief of staff and uh, head of uh, military operations, Colin Powell, uh, we could go on and on. Alan West, on and on, naming completely respectable and uh, uh, culturally significant black leaders. But because Putty Tat is a coward and a deserter, I'm a racist now. I can I can support and appreciate and admire uh, black leaders all over the place. But because we don't like this dirtbag in the presidency, I'm a racist. Please. <laughs> You know, uh, unbelievable. All right, uh, 208. I got news breaking lines coming. Hold on. Here's Dean on News Radio 1067. Dean, thanks for holding you on the radio. What's up, man? You betcha, Kimmer. Simplify, buddy. Thank you, sir. And how do you really feel about it? <laughs> well, you know, I'm just fed up with this stuff. It's, it's political correctness going on. Do they really want to shave a sandblast stone mountain? Or if they want to put somebody up, you know, Frederick Douglass, Martin Luther King, uh, uh, George Washington Carver, uh, T- Harriet Tubman. I mean, th- there's all kinds of black leaders that we can cherish and admire. But it sure as hell isn't Al Sharpton or Jesse Jackson or the idiots at the NAACP and the SCLC who have done nothing for 40 years. I couldn't agree with you more. Kimmer, I was a, an avid listener of yours 15 years ago before I moved from Atlanta. And 
I'm now just passing through. You cannot believe what a breath of fresh air it was to flip through and hear the Kimmer again. Just made my entire day. Well, Dean, you're very kind. We do appreciate it. We're, we're doing the best we can, and uh, I thank you for your kind words. You're quite welcome. Have Thanks a great, for being here, buddy. Th- thank you. Supper five, my dear. That's, not, that's, that's like two. That's, every day we get people to say, hey, I didn't know you were on the radio. You're on the radio. <laughs> no, I'm not now. I mean, no, I used to be. I'm, I'm not on now. <laughs> you know. So, anyway, well, those that's some very kind words, very kind words. And then if you haven't heard, the, uh, they're still, as far as I know, still looking for the murderer who killed a cop during a, quote, routine traffic stop in Memphis. Not, like the police officer told us earlier, there's no such thing as a routine traffic stop. It's you know, imagine being a cop at night. A car's you pull over a car and you're walking up to the driver's side window, probably uh, you know, darkened windows. It's nighttime. You don't know what to expect. This is now the second so-called traffic stop in a matter of a few days that has resulted in a police officer being murdered. Murdered. <clears throat> And they complain about, and, and still cops, you know, still you think you have the right to give nothing but lip and crap to a cop who wants to see your driver's license and proof of insurance. I don't have to tell you, why don't you stop me? I didn't do anything. Snotty, ir- disrespectful. I don't have to get out of the car. Yes, you do. If a cop wants you to get out of the car, get out of the car. I mean, this is just a, just, a, just absolutely appalling. And that poor police chief, man, uh, here, here's what he said. We say so often um, there's a theme that do, do black lives matter? And at the end of the day, we have to ask ourselves, do all lives matter? Regardless of race, creed, color, economic status, what profession that person holds, all lives matter. Oh, no, the NAACP released a statement saying, no, no, they don't. No, they don't. Remember the uh, former Maryland governor uh, announcing for a Democratic race for president uh, at the forum where the uh, protesters all uh, jumped on stage and said, "Black, say Black Lives Matter. And he said, Black Lives Matter, as well as White Lives, All Lives Matter. And they booed him off the stage, and then he apologized. He apologized for offending them for saying all lives matter. Remember the Smith College president? She told her student college, the student class, she said the same thing. Say Black Lives Matter. She said, of course Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter. And they booed her. They booed her off the stage, and then she had to apologize for being politically incorrect. My God, you know, it's kiss my foot. Two twelve. Hey boys, look what I got here. <laughs> hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> yeah. The Kimmer now and news weather and traffic uh, look out, look out. on your ride home on News Radio one hundred six seven. And by sir. This is the Reverend Jesse Jackson, <laughs> and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show yes. is brought to you by my new book. Oh, new it's book. It's called Preachers Do More Than Lay People. <laughs> and now here's your host. He ain't nobody. Yeah, Kim ain't Peterson. Somebody. Look out. Hall of Fame coach Marv Levy is 90. Hall of Famer Lance Allworth, 75 today. Can He's you believe that? Tom, Tom Brady is 38 today, too, among our birthdays. And news lines coming up, and Joey stand by first. Holy crap, it's sports. Pete Davis. I always uh, get him confused with Lance Rensel. That's Rensel, yeah. He was, he was a little bit of a... Uh, Problem. Uh, start off with some sad news here. Just got a tweet from Jerry Fraley's Chip Carey uh, retweeted it. Frank Hyland, the former sports writer for the AJC, has passed away. Really? I grew up reading Frank no Hyland. No kidding, absolutely. Him and Louis Grizzard and yeah. Ron Hudspeth yeah. and all those guys. Uh, that was a great sports page back then. Yeah. Not so Did you say how now. old he was? It does not. Does He's got to be 70s, Frank, Frank Hyland, yeah. <laughs> Wow, uh, that's too bad. That is sad. Yeah. Braves begin a seven-game homestand tonight with the world champion Giants in Turner Field. Two and two Matt Kane for San Francisco. The three and three Mike Fultonewitz for the Bravos. 
We are your FM home for the Atlanta Braves. That's right. Hoping for offense tonight. That's right. Had it yesterday because the Braves won in Philadelphia 6-2. to two. Julio Tehran, his first road win since the season opener in Miami. Buff Drinklots took the loss. I don't think that's... His... By the way, I keep hearing how bunting a guy over is a productive out. Yeah. It's only productive if you score. Not according to Moneyball Guy. Otherwise, it's just an out. That's right. He says never bunt. You're giving him an out. Why don't I you agree. give a guy an out? I Not not never, but I really Rarely. don't like yeah. Yeah. Diamondbacks take on the Nationals tonight as Doug Fister. Fister. On the mound for the Nats. If Ronda Rousey teaches you one thing, yeah. it's that you better have your arse in your seat ready to watch oh. her about as soon as it starts. <laughs> That's right. She's like Mike Tyson, man. Yeah. Uh, took all of 34 seconds for Rowdy Ronda to dispatch Brazilian Betch Correa. Uh, that's her name, Betch. Yeah. I didn't call Who, her. by the way, was the only one who took her along, like, into round three one time in the past. They, she, was the only, she was the only competitor who even had a no, chance against one. Ronda Rowley. That's Misha, another girl. Misha Tate. Oh, that's right, Misha Tate. My and bad. they say she only let her go that long because she wasn't through whooping on her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she wanted to hurt her a little yeah. more. At the weigh-in, Betch kept telling Ronda not to cry after their fight. So after Ronda <laughs> knocked Betch out, she leaned over and said, don't cry. <laughs> she also said, You better cut it out right now or I'll pound you. <laughs> and she, in fact, Ronda Rousey did cry uh, talking about Roddy, 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 Roddy Piper. I can't even say that. Roddy, Roddy, Roddy Piper, uh, who passed away. And she was, uh, she was crying about that. And she also was crying saying, leave my family out of this, talking about her father who killed himself. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And Rhonda was very upset about that. And she says, keep my family out of this. She was very curious about well, that. I tell you right now, the only person who can knock out Ronda Rousey is Bill Cosby. <laughs> hey, well, well, here, drink this, honey. As for possibly fighting Chris Cyborg Justino, Rousey says, I fight in the UFC 135 pound division. If Cyborg can fight 145 pounds full of steroids, then she can make weight just like everybody else without him. Ooh, I love it. I love her. Fans are hardcore in the Argentina Soccer League. No. When a player messes up, they throw things at him. Yeah. So when they got mad at Belgrano goalie Juan Olave, one angry fan tossed a hamburger at him. <laughs> without missing a beat, Juan picked it up. And eighty. And eighty. Thank you. <laughs> Remember, they can use their hands. I love it. And on this date, nineteen forty, Reds backup catcher Willard Hirschberger left runners on base in every at bat as he went zero for five in a loss against the Braves. He was so distraught, Cincy manager Bill McKechnie had to console him after the game. Willard told his skipper, "My father killed himself, and I'm going to do it too." Oh my God! Willard was later found in his Copley Plaza hotel room in Boston, dead from suicide. He had cut his own throat. Oh. God. The Reds dedicated the rest of the season to their catcher, vowed to win the World Series, and they did exactly that in seven games over Detroit. They even voted a share of the winnings, $5,000, a lot of money in 1940, 1940 to his mother in California. Willard Hershberger is the only major leaguer to have committed suicide during a season. Holy moly, Pete! I appreciate, it, man. Two twenty-three News Radio one zero six seven. Hold everything, I Joey. You got coming up first. How about a quick news mega line? Let's use on the old news mega line. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmer. Nobody tell me I'd be following one of your dramatic readings. <laughs> Whoever put me on it there is fired. This is Donald Trump calling. <laughs> Donald, how's it going, sir? Not too good if I have to follow that crap. <laughs> you ready for the big debate this week, Donald? Well, yeah, Kimmer, I'm sort of Rammy. I'm sort of taking the same uh, attitude that the promotions department takes towards the camera, you know. What's that, sir? Well, I'm saying don't expect much. <laughs> Actually, they say don't expect anything. Thing, right? <laughs> yeah, well, whatever works. Yeah, I guess you saw where I had to fire a campaign staffer for making a series of hateful, racist remarks. Really? I, wow. Yeah, the that's... guy was clearly overqualified to be on my campaign, you know. <laughs> Besides, Donald Trump is going to win the minority.
minority vote. The minority. brothers love me. Yeah, they do. The brothers. Some of my best Kinstonians are black. <laughs> oh, that'll help you. <laughs> this can help a lot. Yes, but I am getting ready for the debate. The you know, like I said on today's show, don't. Yeah. I'm not going to hit anybody no. unless they hit me first. They first hit. So I'd me. like to just try this out on the camera show. All right. My top ten comebacks in the debate, if necessary. Excellent. For top Trump. ten comebacks, right here, sir. Number 10. Hey, Rand Paul, stand up. Oh, you are standing. <laughs> Number 9. So, Lindsey Graham, how's the wife? It's oh, Which wife is that? Number 8. Mike Huckabee. So how did that radio thing work out for you there? <laughs> Number 7. Mrs. Jeb Bush. More iced tea for table 3 right over here. No, she's not a waitress, sir. That's chop, his chop. That's his Spanish wife, sir. <laughs> Number six, so Scott Walker, how was college anyway? <laughs> this guy couldn't get a degree from the University of Phoenix. <laughs> Number five, Marco Rubio, I thought you were great as little Ricky. You were, you know, <laughs> oh, got when you played those bongo drums, it just really... Explaining to do. Sure, if that was Ricky Ricardo or Eddie Murphy, I got him confused, you know. <laughs> Number four, Carly Fiorina. Nice job with Hewlett Packard. They should put you in charge of Clear Channel. <laughs> and I liked you better with a shaved head. Number no. three. <laughs> oh, my God. Chris Christie. For once in your life, could you order the small cone? Just consider it. <laughs> Number two, Governor Jindal, your brother just called. The Slurpee machine's broken. Oh, no, that's a, oh, my God. You think these are good? <laughs> these are good ones, sir. The number one singer, Donald Trump, has plans yeah. for Thursday night's debate. Yeah. Dr. Ben, I love your converted rice. It's Joe! <laughs> Look out. Ay, ay, ay. 226. Man, is that going to be fun watching him take on those guys? Let me quickly get to Joey here on News Radio 1067. Thanks for holding, Joey. You're on the radio, sir. Hey, Kim, how are you? Good. What's going on? Well, over the weekend, I, I got pulled over. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I can understand because I, I am an armed citizen and I let the cop know that right off the bat. Excellent. Like, As you should. And, uh, you know, he asked for my license. And when I went to, to reach for it, he's like, wait, where's your gun at? And I was like, it's exactly where I'm reaching for. He's uh -oh. like, all right, well, just don't grab yours. I won't grab mine. And it was a black officer. I handed him my license. We did the routine. Do you have this? Do you have that? Yeah. You, already, you obviously have guns. He just handed me my license back to him and have a good day. I'll be dead. I don't See, know if you it know? was honesty and the respect. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, that's all it takes, but people don't realize that. Yeah, it's a, Joey, thanks, man. And again, there's no such thing as a routine stop for a cop. No such thing as routine. Another one got murdered in Memphis. And it was over two grams of marijuana, which John Boy tells me he read was a couple of joints. Yes, <clears throat> right. We saw it on Google or something. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, another cop murdered over on a routine traffic stop. 227. More news lines coming up. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. Hi, this is Andy Rooney. Hey, Andy. And this portion of The Kimmer Show is brought to you by Marley Madlin. Oh. If Marley goes into court, do they still call it a hearing? <laughs> that bothers me. And now here's your host, The Kimmer. <laughs> Thank you so much. Look out, it's only me. 234. She's got a way about her. New York lawmakers are arguing whether to rename a quarter-mile stretch of road in Billy Joel's hometown after Billy Joel. His town, by the way, is Hicksville, which is a real town. 
Uh, Long Island Republican State Senator Jack Martins proposed the bill. He said they're having a philosophical discussion only because he's still alive, and they don't know whether it's appropriate to name a road after a guy who's still living, which is uh, sounds reasonable, Billy Joel. Uh, let's see. Uh, Snoop Dogg got arrested and stopped in Milan, Italy, trying to enter the country with a little more cash than is allowed by law. By law, if you have, you can only have on you $11,000 in cash across European Union borders if, you, if it's undeclared. It's like, you know, if, you, if you're an international flight, if you're going to Puerto Rico even or someplace or the Bahamas, whatever, and you have to fill out the forms on how much cash you have on you and so forth, well, the same thing happened in going into Italy. Snoop Dogg, the, the limit is $11,000. Snoop Dogg had on his person $422,000 in cash. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> what the hell was he going to do with $422,000 in cash in Milan, Italy? They they impounded the money. Uh, there are money laundering laws, which is another reason why they're cracking down because of international drug dealers and so forth. And they'll they'll uh, give him back his money minus any fees or fines that he has to pay for. So yeah, ouch indeed, Snoop Dogg. But he's got. How'd you like to have four hundred twenty-two thousand dollars on you? I mean, not, I don't mean to your name. I mean including property. I mean on you. Oh, <laughs> mercy. Right, a couple of historical notes. i got newspaper lines coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. But first, uh, in 1863, 1863, the first thoroughbred racehorse race took place at Saratoga Racecourse in Saratoga Springs, New York, 1863. And on this day in 1936, Jesse Owens of the United States won the first of his four gold medals at the Berlin Olympics, overseen by Adolf Hitler himself, Jesse Owens won the 100-meter sprint in 1936 and won the first of four gold medals. <clears throat> Excuse me, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. If you just joined us on uh, the Kimmer Show Facebook page, we put a picture. I just bought uh, recently uh, bought a Henry Repeating Arms Mare's Leg rifle. It's a forty-five caliber Kind of a sawed-off carbine with an extended uh, trigger guard on it, which is the sort of gun that that uh, Josh Randall uh, used the the actor's uh, name in the movie Wanted Dead or Alive with Steve McQueen, and also the rifleman Chuck Connors uh, used to have a, an extended kind of the big ring uh, trigger guard on the rifleman show. <laughs> well, he did gay porn. I mean, they, they oh, yeah, I mean they did. Chuck Connors did gay porn. They saw you've seen that the Playboy did it out. I think it was Playboy outed him one day. Really? Yeah, and there were, the pictures were available, and I've seen them. The pictures of him with another. <laughs> anyway, uh, the reason I mention Henry Arms things is because Henry Repeating Arms, which is an American company and, and goes way back. Henry and Henry Arms has been a, a since World War since Civil War, I believe. Anyway, they uh, auctioned off some uh, custom made uh, rifles. And raised more than fifty thousand dollars for a New Jersey five-year-old girl named Grayson Sutton, who had a, a rare heart disease. And uh, so I put a picture of my new Henry Repeating Arms Mare's Leg rifle compared to the old-fashioned Winchester Model Ninety Four Thirty Thirty, which I've had for fifty years. That thing's seventy-five years old, I think. Or so anyway, uh, just to say, saluting Henry Repeating Arms. Thank you so much uh, for what you did for the little girl. All right, to the phones, two thirty-eight news break lines coming up. Here's uh, Chef. It's Chef William on News Radio one zero six seven. Hey, Chef, how's it going? 
Doing good, guys. How are y'all? Well, we're hanging in there. What's new with you these days? What do you think? Uh, I'm just working too much. I get one day off, and I'm actually on my way to the gun range. Oh, excellent. What are you going to fire today? Um, I actually just bought me a Mossberg MMR um, Tactical AR-15. I'm going to take it to the range. Holy moly. What's that like? Is that a 7.62, or what What kind of uh, round is that? It's a, it's a NATO 5.56. Oh, NATO rounds, yeah, that's that's a pretty good size slug. Excellent, wow, pretty cool. And you never—is this your first uh, assault rifle? No, I have, I have quite a bit of them. You know, living in you know south side of Atlanta, you gotta have some. <laughs> in fact, did you see the video just last week? I think it was Thursday or Friday of last week. Uh, some guys in a truck rammed backwards, rammed into a uh, to a. a grocery store i think it was it was either grocery store or a small shop of some kind uh trying to break in to rob the place the owner pulled out his assault rifle and opened fire on them and dropped one of them right there on the sidewalk and the rest of them fled like crazy because he had an assault rifle behind the counter and opened fire and man what a beautiful piece of video that was oh yeah i love it anyway listen i hope you're doing all right huh me too thanks Have thanks you have got to talk to you later uh, nothing like uh, believe me uh, these days, and I, I and I, I'm, I was on my Harley, my copsicle, my big Harley, police road king, uh, late yesterday taking a ride, and I have a gun on my hip now in plain sight that I can get to, and I also have one hidden in my uh, leather vest. But uh, I ride around on my Harley with my uh, with a Colt forty five on my in my holster, just because I know I'm, I'm it's I'm a soft target. You know, I have an American and a Marine Corps flag on the back of the damn thing. I thought you were just glad to see me. Hey ho, hi ho! <laughs> How about it? <laughs> well, actually, I'm a little, I got news for you coming a little too late for it now, but uh, I will get to it for it. a couple of other video things to look for. I mentioned the cop who took the, uh, the yogurt cup off the head of a skunk in Michigan was running around in circles and never got sprayed. <clears throat> have you seen uh, the video uh, from the race over the weekend, Pete, of the Keselowski crew when he rammed into him, oh, yeah. sent him all flying off the hood, and bumped him off the hood of his car. His brakes locked, and so he slid into the where his stop was, and they went it was like bowling pins, went boom, bouncing off the hood. And luckily, nobody was hurt. But it, I mean, it looked it was bad. I mean, it was very very iffy. And one of my other favorites was the video from a guy. Where was it now? It was motorcycle surfing in Tahiti. Have you seen this video? Yeah. There's a YouTube video now of a guy on a motorcycle, and he fixed it up so that the wheel, he actually put his motorcycle on a couple of small skis, and he went surfing on his motorcycle in the waves on the water. And, and a running motorcycle with, a, with running with the wheels running in the water uh, with, uh, with skis on the bottom of the tires, and he actually surfed in the waves on a motorcycle. It's the damnedest thing you ever saw. I mean, if you're looking for your video, something goofy to look for, that would be one goofy thing to look for. That is for sure. And, of course, the doggies surfboarding in San Diego, an annual contest of the dogs on surfboards, which was a pretty cool. All right, 242 on News Radio 1067. There once was a boy who liked to <laughs> suck his thumbs. <laughs> yes. His mother asked him to stop, but he wouldn't. So she cut off his thumbs. Well, now he for has me. no thumbs. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Hello, Hello, I'm Robert Stack, <laughs> Robert. and this portion of our show is brought to you by Unsolved Mysteries. Unsolved Mysteries. Tonight we look at wrestler Roddy Piper. Oh. Is he really dead, oh. or is he just faking it? Oh. Pretending, faking. staging, pulling a fast one, oh. perpetrating a fraud, get a sham, sir. fooling everybody. Yourself, sir. And now here's your host, the Kimmer, yes. the Kiminator, oh, the Kim Monster, the guy that's going to be gone Friday. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, we're digging back into our stacks of wax into solid gold. 
sound around out of sound in our town, clown. Yeah, Beverly Lee with a Shirelles is 74 today. There you go. Rock singer James Hetfield from Metallica, 52. Jimmy Martini from the Zac Brown Band is 39 today. That's only the cover, 249 News Radio 1067. Planned Parenthood, big showdown coming up in Congress. The Republicans will never actually pass what they want to pass, but it could happen. You know, the comedian Sarah Silverman, who I think is hysterical. Pete thinks she's hideous. Uh, Sarah Silverman tweeted out uh, about Planned Parenthood selling the fetus parts. Abortion is still legal in the great U.S. of A. It would be insane not to use fetal tissue for science and education in such cases. And the reply came from Ben Shapiro, who said, Hey, Sarah, killing Jews was legal in Nazi Germany. It would have been insane not to use their skin for lampshades. It's getting ugly, man. Yeah, 250 on News Radio 1067. How about a newsbreaker line? Good afternoon. Hello. Who is this? <laughs> hey, it's Charlton Heston. Mr. Heston, well, how are you? No, sir. Well, fine, I guess. Well, no one is able to find any of those charitable donations that Donald Trump allegedly says he made. Yeah, he made something. Maybe they could roll the charities in flour and look. Why would they want to do that? I can't find it. It's just... <laughs> I can't find the Why donations. Why would you make such a suggestion as that, Mr. Hessen? I don't understand. Neither do I, sir. I'd keep well, a growing on. number of House Republicans, Mr. Yes. Hessen, want yes. John Boehner to take a walk. Take a walk, yeah. The last time I checked, you can't walk a guy with no balls. <laughs> Four balls and it's a walk in I baseball. You, I, can't you can't walk, walk it. Guy. It could be a strikeout. I don't know. <laughs> the SCLC is calling for the head of that Dennis Walter Palmer, Mr. Hess, and yeah. they want to string the guy up. The dentist, yeah. Oh. Well, apparently not only did Dr. Palmer kill poor Cecil the lion, yeah. he mortally wounded the Slitz malt liquor bull right before their annual picnic. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered why they were getting involved in that case. <laughs> you know, it's one thing to call for the removal of the Confederate soldiers from yes. Stone Mountain. Yes, sir, one thing. But to replace them with Cool and the gang, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's ladies' night. Oh, what a night. Give the folks at Stone Mountain credit, though, Mr. Yeah. Heston. Credit, sir. Is that... They're trying to smooth things over. By offering complimentary reverse valet parking to all NAACP members, <laughs> as well as rent to own binoculars to view the fireworks show. So, I mean, you know, you can't say. <laughs> they're not that they're not involved. <laughs> they're givers. They're givers. Let's say it. <laughs> be reverse valet parking. Reverse parking. You know, <laughs> crown air fresheners sold yes, separately. Sir. I just Full gold package. <laughs> Gangster White Walls. Turnack. Magnificent. The Magnificent, sir. The answer is nice guys finish last. Nice guys finish last. What did the Kimmer's final wife say to the tango instructor? Oh, I don't even know what that means. (laughs) Supposed to my husband who I use for time and egg. I don't know what that means. It's soft foil, too. That's even worse. <laughs> a colonoscopy in the Jerry Farber show. A colonoscopy in the Jerry Farber show. Name two things that nobody looks forward to. <laughs> <laughs> At least you can go get next door, order lunch, and bust a gut. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> the answer to this question is his favorite watering hole. His favorite watering hole. 
Where did Michael Jordan find his dad? Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> murdered in a ditch. I'm telling you. Just... In a bar. Oh, my God. Different time altogether. I'm very sorry. It's all right. Sir. I hold in my hand, ladies and gentlemen, the final oh, thank envelope. You, thank you, God. There is a God. May your only son sign up for microphone technique at Cox Broadcasting. <laughs> Cover me, John Boy. <laughs> yes, sir. The answer is General George Patton and singer George Michael. General George Patton and singer George Michael. Name two evil known for slapping their privates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look out. 253. All right, one more news line. What do you say? Good afternoon. Look out. Good afternoon, Kimber. It's me, Donald Trump again. You know, Donald, I, welcome back, sir. Well, I wanted to, you know, call and get a second shot because you kind of put me in a really bad spot after that god-awful dramatic reading in the Brent the Truck Driver call. And I thought, well, maybe some of the audience has returned, and then you do a skunk yogurt cup story. So I guess sorry, I could yeah. just hang up and give up no, on no, today, No, 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 please, you know? please. We, we'll get back to respectability <laughs> with the Donald call here. into WGSD, see what's going on over there. It's not much. Really. Not, not a lot. <laughs> no. Kimber, we're witnessing something. Something historic, something incredible. Incredible. I mean, people are amazed how a guy can come in out of nowhere, yeah. receive every ounce of attention yeah. to the point where no one else has even mentioned yeah. Kimmer. Yeah. 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 But enough about Steve McCoy. <laughs> Wait a minute. How about my poll numbers? <laughs> Number one. I'm really offended. One of the reasons I wanted to call you back, we didn't get yeah. to this. Yes, sir. Debbie Wasserman Schultz oh, compared boy. my friend Scott Walker to a rapist who slaps yeah. women and pulls out their hair. Pulls their hair, yeah. Now, I've slapped a lot more women than Scott Walker. <laughs> i pulled out Ivana's tra- hair <laughs> multiple times, and she's never mentioned me once. I'm pretty mad. <laughs> That's true, sir. Yeah, the Chicago Tribune is blasting me. They, they can't find any evidence of the $102 million I claim I gave to charity in the last five years. <laughs> well, they didn't see I don't understand receipts. it. I've got the same accountant as Sean Hannity. I mean, you know, they <laughs> Well, there's overhead, expenses, personal yeah, appearances. You know, we've got that, uh, you know, Shell Corporation, Unicef. They should be able to find it. <laughs> Unicef. <laughs> yeah, the records are in a, yeah, they're in the safety deposit box, right uh, right next yeah. to Kim's new contract. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's where it is. Yeah, that's Hey, Kim, you yeah. know, i got a joke for you. Yeah. All right, sir, Donald Trump. Well, it seems that this Jew and this Catholic... No, no, whoa, this... whoa, no, no, it's just, it's, no, no. You know the difference between gun control laws and a girdle? No, I don't, sir. Amy Schumer wants tighter gun control laws. <laughs> <laughs> like Porky Pig over there would know anything about it, you know? I guess she feels guilty that her crappy movie train wreck almost all those deaths in Louisiana, you know? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> when they ran out of bullets, people asked to be stabbed, so... <laughs> That's a bad movie. <laughs> would make any difference. I, I hadn't heard that part of it. How did that unfunny fat so get a movie role anyway? I mean, Amy must have blown the producer away with her audition or something. Because I've never seen any real talent there. I'm so glad I called back. <laughs> We're not as glad as we are, Mr. Donald. <laughs> the Donald with a giver. Put me on after a Ludlow porch memory next time. I got me. I've been Hello, trying. Yeah, I'm sleeping. <laughs> oh, I'm telling to go to a film. That's an exact quote. Look out, it's all to the giver. Summer 5. Herp, look out. Herp. The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video.